Thank you for tuning in to Cop with Comic. I'm Brian Cop, and we're with comic Rebecca Kaplan. Rebecca Kaplan, how the hell are you? Uh, I'm good. How are you doing? Oh, good. Thank you so much for coming on. And you have tons of stuff. You've been busy during the quarantine. Oh, so busy. So busy. And I know I follow you across social platforms. You're Rebecca T. Kaplan and even on YouTube, but uh, Instagram and, and Twitter as far as social. But your projects are just interesting. You have Love at First Skype, which is a YouTube series. And I love that it's what's improvised Zoom dates. But uh, is it with comics? Like uh, it says staged improvised Zoom ga- Zoom dates. So who is going on these imp- improvised Zoom dates? Are they comedians? Um, yeah, I've, it's like mostly stand-up comics right now. But I've been uh, also getting people with like uh, sketch or improv experience. Good. Because they're the ones who are going to make it hilarious, I think. Yeah. I mean, I think not every uh, stand-up comedian is, like, good at, at improvising, but some are. Yeah, you just have to find the people who can riff with other comedians. And so, uh, but, I mean, you're you're on a bunch of shows, so you must know by now who are the stand-ups who can riff. Yeah, for sure. And, <laughs> I mean, I've been uh, very blessed with the talented people who have been willing to do that project. Yes. And so yeah, what are some of the episodes? Who are some of the people that were on episodes that turned out super good? If somebody wants the entree into this series, who are some names I should look for on the YouTube channel? Um, Usama Siddiqui was great. Yeah. He's a, he's a big old, big old name, so it does not surprise me that he would be hilarious. But I also see former guests. I see Adam Mueller. I see Ronnie Pascal. These people are hilarious. I can vouch. And then uh, let's see who else you have on here. And you just fucking funny motherfuckers from the scene. It's good to see these familiar faces because I know these are the names in quality. These are the names in comedy to trust with riffing a little bit. Yeah. And so are yeah. you on any of these dates or are you kind of hosting it? Um, yeah. I mean, I've been uh, doing it with like, you know, men acting across from me. Um, but, you know, I also uh, have been trying to get. Uh, some women to record their own episode and then send me the uh, file so I would edit it. Um, So far, I haven't, I mean, I don't know. I think this is like a bad time right at this moment because the city is open a little bit again. So I think like people are more busy than they were like in March and April. Yeah. But I, yeah, I guess I'm, I'm I'm presuming that this was kind of something that was going on before. And so you have all these in-person episodes with restaurants, you know, dates at restaurants. But it looks like this kind of happened during the quarantine. And so I'm seeing, you know, Ronnie Pascal's face. And it's as if the uh, that's it. That's kind of the hook where the, the date is being conducted as if it were like a Zoom date. Yeah, like the premise of the series is just like it's quarantine and everybody is trying to get each to know each other over zoom which is like an inherently like weird and awkward platform yeah gosh yeah i cannot i do not envy the people who are dating right now that's pretty uh i don't i don't date even in the you know even in the best circumstances so i can't imagine in the worst even more awkward situation but it probably leads to some laughs though right yeah it uh sorry let me um it's it's definitely like you know, there is some funny, like somebody that was on one of the things uh, at, like, at, you know, he was like, what, what is your hair smell like? 
And it's like, oh, yeah, I can't <laughs> smell people over Zoom. Yeah. I fucking love that, man. What does your hair smell like? That's fucking cool. And that's, yeah, so that's something that you probably could sniff surreptitiously if it were a real in-person date. So it's funny that a comic would ask that or whatever. But it's also, you have a bunch of other stuff, too. You got um, Teach Me a Skill podcast. I love that. And so it's it's something that you challenge them to come on and teach you a skill, but it's something that has to be done without computers. And so kind of how are you doing that during the quarantine? Um, we're just recording over Zoom and... Uh, you know, like I had uh, Alex Gardez come on and teach me some beginning French. Uh, I had Ariel Dundas teach me how to like knit. Um, yeah, I had I had her on earlier. She she was she was totally hilarious. So it's cool you had Ariel Dundas on. Yeah. So yeah, you got. I mean, I love that we're drawn from the same crowd because these are the people who are just fucking you know, just being hilarious and 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 they need an outlet for their hilarity during the quarantine. So it's good that Rebecca T. Kaplan is kind of responsible for, uh, for a huge number of these projects. <laughs> uh, yeah. I mean, I like, I like giving good people opportunities to like showcase their talents. Yeah. And it, yeah. And they're, they're doing that in glass houses comedy too. Cause that's your weekly zoom standup comedy show. Uh, yeah. Right. So that's cool. Cause it lets, I like kind of pick, um, my favorite like of the you know my favorite like new york comics and people from all over the country have been like tuning in to watch wow um, cool and then are you getting comedians from kind of across the country too or are you doing new york city comedian and comedians and it's just reaching a, a pretty national or international audience yeah i mean probably like 90 percent of the people i'm booking are based in new york just because like that's the majority of people that i know but i am yeah. so getting some uh international i mean sorry uh cross-country people yeah and it, it, even seeing some of the podcast stats it's so funny to see some of these people you know in a different in a different country and and some of the some of the people in these states are pretty regular like you know i got listeners in what washington comma virginia i didn't know that was a place sorry for insulting you guys but but there's there's i think at least more than one pe people who are listening to this thing pretty religiously so it's kind of neat to see you know couple with comic is reaching northern california who knew yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, and so are you able to kind of see some of the, I guess this is all via kind of Zoom and things like that. Are you able to see your stats? Like, are you able to, I, I guess you probably can see some of these things via the Zoom windows, but how are you kind of learning that some of the people are kind of tuning in from a different part of the nation or world? Does that show up somewhere on the on their data or their screen? Um, no, I... Um, I mean, we've just been asking people, uh, like, you know, we start every show with like, uh, just chatting with the audience and we just ask people, where are you, uh, tuning in from? Oh, cool. Cool. We've also been doing music video parodies. I love that you did Kesha. What was your experience of playing Kesha? Cause she's pretty, uh, she's pretty unique. Um, yeah, I mean, that was, uh, probably like way, um, more suited to my like skill set because I'm not a very good singer. <laughs> um, and what so, about a, dan a dancer? Are you a good Kesha, Kesha caliber dancer? Uh, absolutely not. <laughs> it's good to hear. That's the only video I want to see. Like if you were really good at this kind of stuff, it's like, why don't I just watch Kesha? I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> no, it's so, yeah. What did you do? Like how, you know, how is parodying Kesha? different from you know parodying Katy Perry which I think you've done too um yeah so I took like those two kind of like bouncy like party songs like the Katy Perry one and the Kesha one and I was just like I'm gonna 
awkwardly sing this kind of off key and like just film myself kind of bopping around my like kitchen or like my uh, office, like in front of my laptop um, and rewrite it to be like about uh, isolating during the quarantine. Yeah. So, I mean, is that, I see that on YouTube and it has thousand, you know, over a thousand hits. And so like, did you think it would be that big and did you put it on other platforms to make it that big? Like, did you, you know, kind of snip, snip it so that could be on TikTok or Instagram streams? Um, you know, oh, I reels, Instagram reels, I think it's called. Um, I did not put that video on TikTok, which I guess I should have because it's like of the song TikTok, but <laughs> I don't yeah, know. I think that's probably why it came to mind, but no, you didn't. It's just like somehow that video where you probably, you know, blew it out your social media channels and people just caught on and shared it. Um, yeah, I mean, I shared it like in a, I put it on uh, Instagram TV and, um, you know, and on my social media, I think, um, I don't know, people like that one, I guess, because it's like, just so like, incredibly like awkward. And uh, <laughs> um, I mean, I don't know, it's, um, it's, in, it's like hard to know, like, what's going to go viral, or like, whatnot, not that a 1000 hits is going viral. Yeah, for me, for me, that's pretty good. So it's all it's all relative, I think. But yeah. like, you know, at what point did you think, you know, I, I should embrace any awkwardness that I have instead of being like, I really got to practice really hard for this. This is just, just one is naturally more comedic. And that's that's where your instinct is to, to go for the laughs. You're not auditioning to be on, you know, on the, ne the next big dancer in America's got, got talent. Yeah. Well, it's kind of like at the point that I shot that video, I had been like I had been uh, before the pandemic. Uh, taking a singing class with a friend and I was like I I kind of wanted to do like uh, Rachel Bloom type stuff and I was like I should learn how to sing so that I could like do this and then the class got like cut in half because of the pandemic and I was like ah fuck like I have all this time now and I still don't know how to sing um, <laughs> and I was like you know what I'm just gonna fucking do it you know and it worked yeah, I mean, I, I think, like, if you're doing comedy, you don't necessarily need to sing, like, that well. <laughs> and, yeah, and so what are the what are some of the other places comedy has taken you as far as this video content? Like, you know, I see song parodies. I see uh, Cookies Are a Girl's Best Friend. Oh, I guess that's a parody of Diamonds Are a Girl's Best Friend. Yeah. But what was the Little, Mer the Little Mermaid parody is also called Awake in That World. So is that quarantine related? Um, yeah, so far, I think they've all been kind of quarantine related. Um, you know, that one was just like part of your world. But um, I wrote, I like rewrote it about like having terrible insomnia. Ah, is that something that's kind of been plaguing you during this because of anxiety or whatever? Um, yeah, I mean, I don't know why I can't. I think I have been perhaps a little on the manic side, like during the quarantine, but like having like a billion projects. So I have <sighs> a lot of nights where it's like one in the morning or like midnight. And I'm like, this is a good time to edit this video with Mike Kaplan. I'm going to start <sighs> right now. And then it's like three hours later and it's like, oh, it's 4 a.m. I should go to bed. Yeah. And why can't I go to sleep on command? You know, you're like, I have to get up in three hours for something else that I've scheduled. Why can't right. I just go to sleep immediately when I've been manically been working on things? Right. 
it's like, I think we're supposed to give ourselves time to kind of like come down or whatever. And I just never do. It's like, um, you know, I have a, a laptop on my chest. So this, the blue screen is five seconds from, you know, five inches from my face for hours and hours. And it's like, why can't I go to bed? Or, you know, I'm drinking diet sun kissed all night with a bunch of caffeine. It's like, why can't I go to bed? This is awful. I got to get up and, and podcast tomorrow. Right. Like it's caffeine is like a horrible drug because like when you're using it, you're just thinking I need to be awake right now. Yeah. And then like hours later, you're like, oh, I also am awake now. <laughs> um, didn't think about this part. <laughs> Me again. I, I think it's also like a heart. I mean, I think part of like the reason why I got on a bad insomnia jag is like I've been spending like way more time inside and like not really having scheduled appointments. So I've like lost like all concept of time. So like I've been like sometimes having coffee at like 8 p.m. not realizing that it was in fact 8 p.m. <laughs> Um, so we're kind of losing the the world circadian rhythms or whatever. Like at the very least, we should walk outside once a day or something. Yeah, I mean, on the other hand, it like doesn't unless you have like a day job. It doesn't necessarily like matter that much if you're sleeping if you're sleeping from like four in the morning till noon the next day. Yeah, and are you worried that you'll get into certain habits that might be um, you know kind kind of tough to let go of? And on the other side of the the coin. You know, now that you've starting been doing all this comedy content during quarantine, is it something that's kind of opened your eyes to the possibilities of things that you can keep doing after everybody kind of leaves the house? Um, yeah, I mean, I uh, I've like you know been doing like sketch comedy videos uh, since like I was doing that before uh, quarantine. Okay, but I think uh, definitely like until there's uh, some kind of a vaccine that's like safe. I think I will focus more of my effort on digital comedy than stand up. Yeah. Uh, Cuz you know, I don't uh I don't want to die and I also don't want <laughs> to have a part in like spreading the disease more than possible. Yeah. You know, I think if people are going want to go out to like see their friends cool. Um for me like going out um, to perform like indoor stand-up comedy seems uh, irresponsible until there's a safe vaccine. But yeah, because there's going to be a lot of people laughing pretty loudly, and that's kind of where this airborne virus thrives. Um, you know, it's not not so much it was touching this surface or whatever. It's the fact that we're all in the same room and we're breathing the same air, and you know, there's people who are laughing really loudly. Everybody's got their mouth open and taking deep, cleansing breaths so that they can laugh more at Rebecca Kaplan's next joke. I mean, that's just kind of where shit gets spread. Yeah, right. Did, yeah, did you ever did you ever think that making people laugh could kind of, you know, cause your audience member to give a, a virus, a deadly virus to another audience member? It's like your skills could be used, you know, for ill, for evil, if you go out and make a whole room room full of people laugh. Yeah, well, they do call uh, a comedian doing well killing, so <laughs> there you go. Thank you for that. I don't know if I've heard that yet. That's fucking cool. And then, um, and so what are, you know, what can you look forward to? Like, like, you know, because you're going to be responsible and not do many indoor shows, like, are you, you, are you as fond of kind of outdoor shows? Have you been doing rooftops or, or parks or, or the Bel Air Diner? Um, I am definitely not in a place where I would get booked at the Bel Air Diner, but. That's um, a big show, right? That's that a big is... old show. Yeah. I had Kareem Green on. I was like, I can't believe you got on the Bel Air Diner. And I think it's a big NAACP sponsored show. And I think Monroe Martin is on it too. But, um, you know, have you been doing parks or rooftops? 
Um, you know, I'm not really, uh, you know, I think I'm gonna try to just stay inside uh, until the, you know, in until the pandemic is in a more like whatever spot, but yeah, because you'd have to in certain situations you have to shout your joke. Like I see one of your Instagram posts here, it looks like a recent show. It looks like it's outdoors. It was a Matt Marin comedy fight NYC. It's, you got a mask on. Yeah, and so I um, guess that that might not be rooftop, but it's outdoors. And so in certain you know kind of socially responsible situations, you'll do it, provided there's a microphone. Because at some of these fucking Central Park shows, they're shouting their jokes, and you know that might uh, I think your energy might be one thing, and, and shouting out your jokes might take away from that hilarious energy, right? Um. Yeah. The right. I I feel like my comedy like is best with an amplification system. <laughs> you know, I'm. I'm a soft speaker at like the best of times. Yeah, I love it. I like. I, yeah, I love the. I love. I love your voice, and you're incredibly well spoken. But yeah, I, I cannot, for some reason, I'm having difficulty like, uh, kind of imagining you shouting. You're you yeah. shouting your jokes. Like, uh, could you write? Could you write differently? Like, you know, since you're writing for your current voice, like, could you write for shouting? How would that work out? Yeah. I mean, you've written. You've written Kesha parodies, so Stranger Things have happened. You know, I think if I were going to do outdoor comedy, like with shouting, I would have to probably write a completely new set. Um, It'd be a new character, though, a, a new facet of yeah. your persona, you know, the, the, the woman who shouts. And it could right. be somebody oblivious to, to spreading the virus, you know, one of the one of the quarantine Karens that we've seen around. Sure. I mean, you know, it might... Uh, I mean, I could maybe do a thing about how um, I'm un uncomfortable because I'm shy and I have to shout. Um, but, <laughs> you know, I I mean, I can uh, I can shout. I just would rather not. And <laughs> even that even that's hilarious. I love that. I, I mean, you know, it's kind of um, I, I also think that I've uh, been you know, I've been, like, having, like, a decent amount of, like, I don't want to jinx myself, but I've been decently successful, like, with digital stuff and doing yeah. Zoom. So I don't feel like, you know, I'm not, like, dying uh, to go uh, back outside and do, and, like, shout in the park and, like, learn how that works. Also, <laughs> uh, you know, I think the outdoor comedy is, like, necessarily going to be short-lived because, you know, nobody's uh, going to be standing in Central Park shouting uh, in a circle in December. Yeah. Yeah, I think Ethan Victor recently said something funny, like, I'm going to move to L.A. That way I can do outdoor shows all year long. And I was like, oh, yeah, this is going to be pretty shitty when people are too cold or they're not ready to sit on the snow to see it, to see yeah. a show of people shouting, especially sure. when there's there's permit issues, et cetera. I think Eman e Morgan had a problem with that. And I think even a local city council person apologized for the fact that the, the police kind of roused this wonderful stand-up New York comedy show just because of a lack of permit or something. And so, I mean, you're right. And, and the fact, like, I think one of the reasons I don't do stand-up comedy is because I don't want to fucking hustle around on trains to, 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 you know, fucking far off places. And so now's the perfect opportunity to kind of get all your digital comedy out. Right. Yeah. Uh, and so, yeah, at what point did you, at what point did you start embracing that? Like, you know, at what point did you be like, I really, um, I really think it's not going to open up for a while. I'm not going to feel comfortable going out for a while. Let me start churning out the content. Like, did it take a while of even like realizing, oh, shit, this is actually a pandemic that's serious? Or 
were you just kind of like, you know, traumatized by the experiment experience of the pandemic where you weren't feeling too creative? Um, no, I mean, I had, I had the flu at like the very start of like the pandemic, like right before the lockdown. But as soon as I recovered from the flu, I started uh, churning out digital content. Good. Well, I mean, we can, we can check it all. Like when is everything released? I know you have the, let me look at your YouTube channel, which is Rebecca Kaplan comedy. It looks like, um, your love at first Skype is, um, it looks like it's, I mean, they were recently within, uh, you know, uh, two months ago, three months ago. And so, yeah, how often are you releasing those and how often is your comedy show? Um, you know, kind of let us know what to expect next. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm releasing, uh, the love it for Skype, like ev every other Wednesday, um, like one episode and, uh, I'm, I'm doing my, uh, zoom show every week on Tuesdays at 7 30 PM Eastern time. Um, and you know, I'm, uh, I'm, I don't know, I'm trying, trying to like release like one other video on my YouTube channel, like every week, uh, be it my podcast or another, another video. Um, and you know, I'm also, uh, I'm tweeting a lot of like jokes, uh, on Twitter. Yeah. Yeah. Your engagement on Twitter. It looks like all of your followers, your, your thousands, your, your thousands of followers seem to, uh, seem to be waiting on your hilarious tweets because you know, the, the engagement on these tweets are pretty insane as far as retweets and likes. Um, thank, thank you. Yeah. I mean, I put like probably an embarrassing amount of like effort into <laughs> getting that kind of following as yeah. but I mean I I don't know maybe it's not embarrassing like maybe the payoff is like maybe my effort is like justified by the payoff who knows who yeah oh my god yeah oh my lord you're you are it looks like you are making a a lot of people happy with your content because you know they don't share something unless they're laughing their ass off and when, when and, and one thing we didn't mention is the furious gazelle you run a literary magazine like are, are you also kind of writing and editing like poetry or short stories uh yeah the literary magazine is something that i do like under a pen name okay. uh, i started it like uh in 2013 with a friend of mine and uh, you know, at the time I didn't, I don't know, I just wasn't like super happy with my own name and I thought it would be cool to make up a new identity, but, um, so, you know, I'm just kind of keeping that identity like separate from my comedy stuff, uh, for, I don't know, no real reason, but, um, but it's, it's, it's okay to mention it here. Yeah. I, I think like as Rebecca Kaplan, I will tell people that I'm a uh, Tess Tabak, but as Tess Tabak, I don't like, I don't know. I think Tess <laughs> Tabak is a, per a person that doesn't have any relation to me. Well, Tess Tabak, I really hope that Brian Coppin's poetry is in the Halloween up the Halloween issue coming up because Brian Coppin writes some great poetry. Oh, do you, yeah, you should submit to our. Oh, oh my gosh! Oh, we we've been on the Barnes and Noble shelves and in, in, in some of the some of the best magazines there is. And and one time we saw Val Kilmer at that uh, at that Barnes and Noble, and we we're like, yeah, he probably read our poetry magazine. That's awesome. Yeah, so Google my stuff, or I'll I'll, I'll shoot you a link, or I'll put it in the show notes because uh, you said Tess Tabak is that the name? Yeah. Yeah, Tess Tabak is going to have to get a load of Brian Coppin, let me tell you. Um, yeah, yeah, you should definitely, I'll, I'll email you. If anybody listening wants to submit, you just go to thefuriousgazelle.com and uh, go go to our submissions page, and there's a link to our Halloween contest guidelines there. And if you really want to curry favor with Tess Tabak, you, you say good things about Rebecca Kaplan's comedy, right? 
<laughs> sure. Yeah, well, she's Rebecca. Yeah, Rebecca T. Kaplan across social, but she's also Rebecca Rebecca Kaplan comedy on YouTube. Rebecca Kaplan, thank you so much for coming on. Yeah, thank you for having me.